Welcome to another episode of the Music City Drive-In Podcast brought to you by the Drive-In Podcast Network. We are going to give you guys another 2000, or going to give you guys another Oscar season uh, revisited. This year, we're going to tackle the 2006 Oscars, the 2005 films. We have an exciting panel for each and every one of you tonight. I am joined by one third of the MCDI pod. Jacob, how are you, sir? I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing pretty good. We're also joined by the lady who has an article ranking Nicole Kidman's wigs dropping this week. Miss Kenzie Manunu, how are you? I'm good. I was having a good weekend until Jacob reminded me that Dan Humphrey's a gossip girl and it ruined my whole weekend. That's not the best nice thing is I spent seven years watching that show and I never I, I never was I was able to miss it until the very last episode. And my favorite next introduction, <laughs> I figure I'm going to keep introduction, the great introductions going here. Also joining us this week, the man who said he's going to write an article about his passion for 90 Day Fiance <laughs> from the Fantasy Football Roundtable, Mr. Matthew Fox. How are you, sir? I didn't Good. mean to you on the podcast. I'm very sorry. But, but let's be clear. It's 90 Day Fiance the other way. There are like yes. five different versions. There's this so many the different one ones. Oh, where right. Americans decide to move over the seas without ever looking up any details about the country that they're moving to permanently like uh, not knowing jordan has sharia law you know something you might want to know as a single female <laughs> moving over there to marry somebody but never before has my wife been so proud that i was writing an article as when i told her <laughs> that's fantastic i i just i felt that he i apologize for not announcing that i didn't know there was an actual another version of 90 day fiance so I there's feel kind of there's, yeah there's so many I, I had no clue. I can't watch them all. I just I I allowed myself one, and now I can't. <laughs> now you're hooked. Now you're hooked. That's the best That's part like about Jake it. I can't quit it. It's, <laughs> I can never That's quit Jake Gyllenhaal. That's also, a great time. very excited. First time to the panel. We have uh, from Variety.com, Janelle Riley. How are you? Hey, how's it going? I'm fascinated by this Nicole Kidman wig. Race. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, the paperboy is on the list. Yes. Yes. <laughs> right. The only award the paperboy can win, but I like it. <laughs> <laughs> what a troubling, just a brutal film. <laughs> I actually, when I saw it in a screening room, I actually went and complained to the projectionist because I thought he put the reels out of order. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> so funny. That's just the way the movie works. I actually, they, they aired the reels for Electra my uh, viewing of the film. I realized at the end that they had messed up the reels and I just told them afterward, I'm like, you have the reels backwards, but I don't want to see it again. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. All right, for those of you at home, first time listening, here are the rules. We understand the Academy has its faults. We try to uh, rectify some of their wrongdoings. So we break down each and every uh, year by renominating and rewarding the big six. Best picture, best director, and of course the four acting categories. But the game, there's a little bit of a twist. Each person has a chance to pick first. The person that picks after them cannot pick the same movie or person that the person prior to them pick. At the end of it, we take a vote and the voter cannot pick their own person. And then we determine the winner that way. If we come a tie, we break it down so many weird ways on this show, but we just figured out. Maybe we could just do a, you know, a simple tie. But since Janelle's her first time on the show, we kick it off with the supporting actress. I'll name the nominees from the year. Michelle Williams from Brokeback Mountain. Katherine Keener from Capote. Frances McDermott for North Country. Amy Adams for Junebug. Rachel Wise for The Constant Gardener. And Rachel Wise won that year. Who is the person that you're going to nominate, Miss Janelle? It could be someone who wasn't nominated, right? 
Absolutely. I just like to name who won and who was nominated prior to us picking. Uh, nine times out of ten, we don't pick the same winners, so it's. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know what? Actually, I'm going to go with someone who was nominated. I think Amy Adams should have won for her very first nomination for Junebug. I feel like I took somebody's choice. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry. It's going to happen once. It's it's going to happen more than one occasion. It probably will happen to you as well. It's 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 in every single show episode. Uh, Matthew Fox, we'll let you go next, sir. I'm going to go with uh, Scarlett Johansson from Match Point. Those two I text Kenzie before the show and said, I'm going to write down one person for supporting actress, and nobody else is going to name that person. And he just I love Match Point. I can tell you no one's going to name mine. So, All right. Is well, that was disappointing. See, that, that fast, uh, somebody stole somebody's uh, name already. So, Kenzie, we'll let you go next. Oh, cool. Um, my number one and my number two were just taken. Um, <laughs> I'm going to dig deep into my list. Uh, I'm going to – actually, I'm just going to go with Amy Adams for Junebug. It's who I would have really loved Wait, to win. That's, she's already oh, nominated. She already nominated her. Yeah. Oh, my God. Sorry. I'm just, like, <laughs> losing my mind. Um, uh, okay. I'm going to go Maria Bello for A History of Violence. Great one. I love that movie. She's so great at it. So good. Jacob? I am going to go Tilda Swinton for The Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe. All right. I love Tilda. I'm going to go Michelle Williams for Brokeback Mountain. I, that was like a safe pick for me. I really wanted to go Scar Joe for Match Point, but that didn't end well for me. Um, now we're going to go back around the table with um, – Voting, I'm going to actually vote for the person I really wanted to pick, and that's Scarlett Johansson for Match Point. Uh, Jacob, who are you going to vote for? Um, I'm going to go Michelle Williams. Kenzie? Since I wasn't allowed to pick her, Amy Adams for Junebug. <laughs> Mr. Fox? I'm going to go with Michelle Williams. Wow. And Janelle? I'm going with Michelle Williams, who should have four of these by now. Yes. <laughs> yes. Perfect. All right. So Michelle Williams wins Best Supporting uh, oh, Actress. All is right with the world. <laughs> she should have won that year. Yeah. I actually remember talking to someone who said if she would have campaigned more, she probably would have. And uh, it was actually somebody who worked on Rachel Weisz's campaign and said, we're kind of grateful to Michelle Williams. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's like breaking. I would never want to take away an Oscar from Rachel Weisz because no, like, right. she's just so great. But it's like okay. Michelle Williams is so good in it. Yeah, mm -hmm. she is. Yeah, so good. it's such a great film. Uh, all right, so best supporting actor is the transition. Now let's see where we're at. Paul Giamatti for Cinderella Man, Matt Damon for or Dylan, sorry, Dylan for Crash, Jake Gyllenhaal uh, for Brokeback Mountain, William Hurt for A History of Violence, and George Clooney for Serenia, and of course George Clooney won. Uh, Mr. Fox, you were first to kick us off here. What do you got, my man? I'm going to go with uh, Liam Neeson for Batman Begins. Mm. That's yeah, it's very interesting. I uh, talked to Jacob this morning. I said, I wonder if anybody's going to bring up anybody from Batman, because that's, that's probably the best acted of all those yeah. Batman films. Mm -hmm. uh, Kenzie, you are next. Okay. I'm going to go Jesse Eisenberg and Squid and the Whale. <laughs> that was oh, okay. I've I just rewatched it last time, week. But, He's so uh, good in it. Yeah, he is. Jacob, dang it. Um, okay, so I've got two that I want to go with, 
but I'm actually going to stick with my fantasy and go Brandon Gleason for Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire. Oh. Um, that's actually that's so one, of good. Favorite, one of my favorite Harry Potter movies. I know that's kind of a hot take in some spectrums, but I love that movie. I love him in it. I, I would... I was going to go with a safe pick here. I almost went with Jake because I just love Jake so much, but I'm going to go with a, a twist. I'm going to go with Sid Hag from The Devil's Rejects. Um, I thought his performance in that was phenomenal, and um, that's just a little bit of a curveball. All right, Janelle? Uh, I'm going with Val Kilmer from Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Oh, that was my second choice. <laughs> it was so hard to pick between almost... Mr. Jenkins for North Country, but... I think Val is brilliant. Kiss, kiss, oh, bang. That's one of my favorite movies. Yeah, that's that's on my list a couple of times uh, near the uh, top of the uh, uh, other categories. I love that. All right, so now you are first to pick, Mr. No. Oh shoot, um, I forgot what they with the Liam Neeson, Jesse Eisenberg, Brendan Gleeson, Sid Hag, and of course you can't pick Val Kilmer. So, oh, then it's Brendan Gleeson. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, um, my pick, I am going to go with, I'm going to go Val Kilmer, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Jacob, you're next. Uh, I'm actually going to go with Jesse Eisenberg from Squid and the Whale. Miss Kenzie? I'm going to go Val Kilmer. That's such oh. a good one. I thought and you were going to go. Mr. Fox. Give me ice, man. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob's just lost because apparently he hasn't seen Top Gun. That's really funny. <laughs> right? Oh my god, that's amazing! Oh my god, that's like perfect prop right there. It's a really, really fun book, and I don't think he mentions Kiss Kiss. He has all these roles on the back. Oh my god, that's so cool! Yeah. Oh, that's really awesome. I hope he doesn't mention Batman Forever. I think he's <laughs> okay. He does. <laughs> he's the worst Batman. Bar none, the worst. I think he's actually a really good Batman. I just think the movie's terrible. The movie, yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. god. Well, well, that's the worst Batman movie too. Can we can we also talk about how this is the only year Paul Giamatti and Jake Gyllenhaal have been nominated? I just Maybe. we bring that up, but Jake Gyllenhaal, I knew I Paul Giamatti threw me for a loop when I found out this was the only year he's ever been nominated. Same. And it, what, it's not even a really super memorable film. You're exactly. Like Cinderella Man. Because this is Sideways was the year before this, right? Yep, and he got robbed that year. Yeah, so I think it was just one of those like we messed up last mm -hmm. year. Like he probably should have won out of the nominees, but I mean George Clooney wasn't even a supporting role. No, exactly. Character fraud. We get a lot of that, right? All right. Mm -hmm. um, moving on over to I like the transition to best director. Um, smack dab in the middle here. So obviously. We had uh, Bennett Miller for Capote. We had Paul Haggis for Crash. We had George Clooney again here, Good Night and Good Luck. Steven Spielberg for Munich and Ang Lee who won for Broke Back Mountain. Kenzie, you are first. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm gonna go David Cronenberg, A History of Violence. Yeah. All right, I Jacob. Uh, I'm gonna go for the last good movie that Peter Jackson made in King Kong. <laughs> Not wrong. <laughs> he literally uh, sipped tea after saying that. Yep. <laughs> um, I am actually going to go Woody Allen for Match Point. I wanted to rewatch that today, but I couldn't find it anywhere. You need um, to own, as they say on our on our string, you need to own the physical media. Oh, oh, oh nope. Nope. He's not for that. <laughs> <laughs> not Ricky. All right, Janelle, you're up. 
I was sure someone would take mine. Christopher Nolan, Batman Begins. It's <sighs> a good one. Such a great film. Ugh, so good. I watched them out of order, and that was the last one I watched. And I was like, I can't remember. And don't ask me why I watched them out of order. <laughs> because I casually wanted to watch The Dark Knight Rises, and then I was like, I should just go watch them all. And then it was just like three, two, three, one, two, and it was just. Oh god! So really. Okay, so I, I really okay. So quick question: Don't mean to put Janelle on the spot. Rank the trilogy. I mean, I think that's easy. It's uh, Dark Knight first, Batman Begins second, Dark Knight Rises way down. All good. He's put, never it, put it in a box, lock it up. Oh, <laughs> you know, it's nice having you on the show for the first time and last time. But no. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm a big Dark Knight Rises guy. Big, big Dark Knight Rises guy. I like Dark Knight Rises. I don't want to imply that it's bad. It's just not as good as the other two. I mean, it's it's a movie. (laughs) I love Tom Hardy as Bane so much. I do too, actually. Mr. Fox, you are up next, sir. This this feels like a really getting position because none of us nominated Ang Lee, who I know did so so well. (laughs) And I ain't going there. I'm going to do George Clooney because Good Luck was my favorite movie that year. The Black and White. Uh, I just loved it. So you are sorry. Angley, you can look at your actual Oscar. I was actually at Universal the ne- the day after the Oscars, and he brought it in to show That's everyone. So cool! He, like, I mean, not that you would think he would be jaded or anything, but he was just so excited. It was adorable. I love oh, when I love people that. are I actually love- excited about it because I'm like, there's no way you're not excited about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Stop playing it cool. <laughs> show the excitement. Like, it's what we want to see. I'd literally, if I won an Oscar, I'd walk around with that thing everywhere I went for probably like the first month and maybe even longer than that. Like I just, like, I'm going to uh, McDonald's. I'd go through In-N-Out, you know, I'd just go to In-N-Out. Like yeah, here. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. So Mr. Fattery Award around his neck. <laughs> I will vote for Woody Allen. All right. Uh, Janelle, you're next. Oh God. Can I vote for anyone but Woody Allen? Yes. <laughs> you know, negative vote away from him. Um, no, uh, someone said David Cronenberg. Yes. All right. Uh, I am going to pick Christopher Nolan. Um, Jacob. I am actually going to pick Christopher Nolan as well. Kenzie. Oh wow! I think this is our second um, Christopher Nolan win because I'm also going Christopher Perfect. Nolan. Yeah. I guess we did. We did for Memento. Yeah. yeah, he won for Memento on the show. Christopher Nolan is a two-time Oscar winner. As he he should. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. He should, he should have at least one for uh, Dunkirk. Yes. Right. All right, now it's time to transition over to the Best Actor category, which um, we had uh, David Strait, yeah, David Strayton for Good Night and Good Luck, Joaquin Phoenix for Walk the Line, Terrence Howard for Hustle and Flow, Heath Ledger for Brokeback Mountain, and then Philip Seymour Hoffman for Kabozzi. Um Jacob, you are actually first, sir. Oh, I get first for lead actor, so I'm going to go Joaquin Phoenix for Walk the Line in one of my favorite performances I've ever seen. So I, also, I also feel kind of obligated since Johnny Cash is my hometown legend, as they say. All right, for me, this is easy for me. Um, I am going to go Terrence Howard for Hustle and Flow. Um, I love that. Yes. Uh, Terrence Howard is is just mind blowing in that movie. It's one of my favorite films of that year. Um, I, I don't know. It, the performance is out of this world. Um, Janelle, you are next. 
oh, I really didn't think anyone would take Terrence Howard. <laughs> <laughs> I, and then I, Joaquin would have been my second pick and I almost voted Dallas Roberts for supporting actor for Walk the Line for that one amazing yeah. scene. Um, um, we watched that last night. It's He's so good in it. Yeah. So I have to be totally honest. You can laugh all you want, but my third favorite male lead performance that year was Will Smith and Hitch. I oh, think I love that. romantic yep. comedies are so hard to pull off and he is effortless. I won't, I won't, I won't make fun of it because uh, Steve Carell was on my list. A great performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, that's, see the thing about it was, is I, I never really know when, how I'm going to calculate the order. Normally if somebody's new on here, I'll let them go first. So I like mine, my two were Terrence Howard and Steve Carell for four year old virgin. So if somebody was going to take Howard, I was definitely going Steve Carell here. So I, uh, I, I listened to an interview with Judd Apatow and he said his favorite bit he's ever done was the beginning of 40 year old virgin when he tries to pee, um, with a boner and he just like has to like lean over the table. He said, that's the hardest <laughs> he's ever laughed. Uh, filming a scene. Mr. Fox, you are next, sir. I'm going to go with Robert Downey Jr. From Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. Yeah. I love Robert Downey Jr. So much. Uh, Kenzie. This is so hard. No one took any of mine. <laughs> I have, I have three and I don't know how to pick. So I'm going to go with uh, Aaron Eckhart. Thank you for smoking. Good one. I like, I still have that movie. I kept it from Blockbuster. I love but that. It's so funny. So was one of your other ones Matthew McFadden by any chance? No, it oh. was, I'll say who it is after. Has everyone gone? Yes, yeah. everybody's gone. You can say. Jeff Daniels. And the Squid and the yep. Whale. I just yep. rewatched that Good movie, one. so it's like really fresh in my mind. And then Vigo in History of Violence. Oh, yeah. I love Vigo too. Kenzie, you're first. Uh, Phoenix, Phoenix, Howard, Smith, Downey Jr., Eckhart. Oh, that would have been a loaded lineup, wouldn't it have been? Golly. <laughs> that would have been such a good lineup. <laughs> I'm going to go with Terrence Howard. Love it. Uh, Mr. Fox. I go with Joaquin Phoenix. Good. Janelle? Terrence Howard. Yes. Um, I'm going to go, I'm going to do this just because I, yeah, I'm going to go Will Smith. (laughs) There's politics on this show. And then Jacob. Okay, I'm going Will Smith. Whoa. Whoa. (laughs) So, so yeah. All right, so we'll just get, we're going to do Will Smith and Terrence Howard, our co-best actors. <laughs> all for that. Already more diversity than in this year's actors. <laughs> for most years. <laughs> yeah. In one of in one of the first in one of the first pods that me and Ricky ever did, I had to like remind him that Joaquin Phoenix didn't win for Walk the Line, and it is like genuinely one of the most shocked I've ever like heard him. Uh, just like over, well, like I love Seymour Hoffman did a really nice. I job. mean, I was Walk the Line was on the other day, and I was like, "How did he not win for this movie?" And it's crazy. I watched. I had it made up in my head. I had it made up in my head. Joaquin won. It doesn't make sense. So we watched it last night, and my husband was like, "Oh, he won for this and Joker," and I was like, "No, he only won for Joker." He's like, "What?" Yeah. And then I was like, "Reese Witherspoon won." He was like, "No way," and I was like. Right. Yeah, it's he's the just, weirdest thing. He is so like he's just so perfect. Everything normally, he did. Normally, 
that movie. Probably when um, someone wears contacts to me, it's like really distracting. Like I'd rather them just be like the person versus like trying to look like the person. And he's still so good in it. Like you can still see so much passion behind his eyes and I just don't. And Jennifer is really good too. I almost put her down for supporting actress. <sighs> She's mm-hmm. so yeah. everyone in that movie is really well casted. Like yes, and I'm not like a biopic person, but it really works. <sighs> yeah, one of my favorite things to do is to play an actual Johnny Cash song and then play the Joaquin version and try to get people to decide which one is which. Just because he he it really is like very as close as you can get to mimicking Johnny Cash. And yet he didn't even tie for the win here. After all. <laughs> <laughs> we're like screw that <laughs> i'll be i'll be honest with you i really wanted terrence howard to win i really wanted to pick joaquin phoenix but i just wanted howard to win so i didn't think jacob would kind of give me the you know he, he knew what i did so he did what i did type of situation so uh i just love uh, to be honest with you i really would have preferred howard to win that year over phoenix yeah. and i love phoenix i do but Oh God! I watched Hustle and Flow earlier today, and it was just—it's so good. He's so it's good in that such film. A good movie. The creative process, in a way, very few movies do. Three Six Mafia get their win. Yes, exactly. It's the craziest thing I've ever watched. Like I remember watching it, and my parents were like, "Who is this?" Talk, talk about people excited to win their Oscar. Yeah. Oh my God. I love it. Mm-hmm. Transitioning to Best Actress, we had the nominees that year were Felicity Huffman for Transamerica, we had Keira Knightley for Pride and Prejudice, we had Judy Dench for Mrs. Uh, Henderson Presents, Charlize Theron for North Country, and then of course our winner, Reese Weatherspoon for Walk the Line. I am first, and I am not sure where I want to go. Um, I had an off-the-wall pick, and then I had like a serious one, but I'm going to go Rachel McAdams for Red Eye. <gasps> I, I love her. I love that's her. my pick! Uh-huh. <laughs> that's so cool. Sorry about that. Not really, but um, shout out to Brian Cox as her dad. Uh, to be honest, yeah. So you know, you are actually next. <laughs> oh, um, I'm going with Kira Knightley for the best adaptation of Pride and Prejudice ever. Yes. I was thinking about watching that today, and then I got you know. I, I watched my- it the first day it got added to Netflix. I was like, I have to watch this. I almost went. I almost went her for uh, Domino because I love Domino I and love I love her performance. Too. I love her in that movie so much. I almost went, that's the other one. It was either her or McAdams. So, uh, Mr. Fox, you are next, sir. I'm gonna go with uh, Jennifer Carpenter for The Exorcism of Emily Rose. That's such a good one. Uh, Kenzie? I'm gonna go Laura Linney, The Squid and the Whale. And Jacob. I want to go Reese Witherspoon, but she already won. So I'm going to go Naomi Watts for King Kong. All right. And pick. Uh, me. Uh, can I can I have them again? <laughs> All right. So McAdams for Red Eye, Keira Knightley for Pride and Prejudice, uh, Jennifer Carpenter for Exorcism, and then Laura Lenny for Squid and the Whale. Uh, Laura Lenny for Squid and the Whale. All right. And Kenzie? I'm going to go Kara Knightley. Yeah. Mr. Fox? Kara Knightley. Yes. Janelle? Oh, I can't pick Kara Knightley. I get so sad. <laughs> <laughs> hard. Um, oh, actually, I really like Jennifer Carpenter. My favorite performance out of the ones I didn't pick is easily Kara Knightley. So I'm going to vote Naomi Watt just like Kara Knightley wins. Um, I like how that works. 
perfect. I, this is my favorite. I love whenever we go like potentially go six for six without picking the actual winners because it, it <laughs> makes it, uh, you know, we actually pick the real people that should have won. All right, kind of shows you what movies hold up too, because mm-hmm. the movies that we're picking people are ones we're probably still attached to and rewatching. Absolutely. All right, so now we're going to transition over to best picture. Um, let's see here. We had nominees that year were Brokeback Mountain, Capote, Good Luck, Good Night, and Good Luck, Munich, Minnick, and we had, of course, our winner, Crash. Um, <laughs> what a weird. <laughs> Still one of the weirdest wins of, of best picture. I like the film, but I don't know. All right, so Janelle, you are actually first pick. Can I, even though I picked Christopher Nolan, can I pick Batman Begins? You can pick whatever. Yes, you can. Batman Begins. Oh, yes. Man, I love it. I love this. All right, Mr. Fox. I'm going to go with good night and good luck. Kenzie? I'm actually going to go with Munich. I haven't mentioned it at all, but I really like that movie. Jacob? Uh, I'm going to go walk the line. I'm shocked it didn't get a Best Picture nom in the first place, but I think it's definitely deserving. I think it would have if it had been the expanded. Yeah, you you see today, I mean, it had two actor or two actor noms, an actress win, and film editing. I mean, those today are like precursors to just give them Best Picture. I am very disappointed because I had two picks and nobody picked either one of these, so it's really hard. Um, but for me, I'm going to go hustle and flow. Mm. I, it, I, it was either that or kiss, kiss, bang, bang, but hustle and flow. It's just, it's one of the, I don't know. I hustle and flow is such a great, it film. holds up too. It's so good. It's, it's so masterful. I love everything about it. I, the other thing I didn't know until like today, like Terrence Howard had a massive year that year. He had that, he had mm. four brothers and then he was in get rich and die trying as well. So like he had, I, I love Isn't he four in brothers. crash. And crash yes. too, yes, and crash as well. <laughs> so like he had a We're like completely disregarding that he's the, the, in the best picture. <laughs> I mean, find an actor working that year that wasn't in crash. I think well, that's how they just threw everybody in there. Look, this is how we'll get votes, people. I remember my I was really young and I remember my parents like going to see it and having a babysitter and all that. And they like came home and they were like my babysitter was like, oh, how was it? Like, I was going to go see it. And they were like, no. And she's like, but so many people are in it. <laughs> like, so funny. All right, so now we're going to pick our best picture. Um, for me, oh, man, um, I'm gonna go walk the line. Jacob, um, I'm sorry. Can you give them one more time? Batman Begins. Good luck. Good night and good luck. Uh, Minnick and Hustle and Blow. I'm actually gonna go Batman Begins. That's where I almost went to. Uh, Kenzie, I'm also gonna go Batman Begins. Oh my god, I was hoping she'd say walk the line. I really wanted to, but <laughs> Batman begins. Oh, best picture. I love it. Uh Janelle, your vote still matters. Oh, uh Hustle and Flow? Perfect. Okay. I like it. So Batman Begins is our best picture. You love it. Can you imagine? <laughs> Christopher Nolan just taking a champagne bath. I know. <laughs> Not even the dark he's won a couple of Oscars now. You know, it's 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 loaded. All right, I love it. All right, so obviously we'd be remiss not to talk about the favorite category to talk about each and every week, and that is guilty pleasures. Um, and you know, Jenna, I want to let you go first as well. 
Oh, I'm not super familiar with this. So it's just a movie or just a guilty pleasure from that year. It can't be good. It can be a performance from that year. Okay. It could be just anything from that year. I can. You can go last if you want you to think about. Oh no, it. I I know the okay. one. Oh, perfect. <laughs> It's not a good movie, but when I saw Be Cool, I realized The Rock was a star. Oh my God, <laughs> that's amazing. So good in it, and he was so funny, and I didn't know who he was. I think he'd really only done Scorpion King up until then, and I was okay. like, this guy's amazing. And, and weirdly, I hadn't seen it since it came out, but I thought about it a lot, and it was on a couple weeks ago when I rewatched it, and he is, he is I get why he's a star. Yeah. He's so charismatic in it. I jokingly said to Jacob while we were filming a different podcast earlier, I said, I said, I'm going to mention The Rock for Be Cool later on or whatever. I was joking about it. I said, I'm going to put him for Best Supporting Actor. And, <laughs> and, then, you, and then you announced it. I, then you said that. I was like, yes, this is, you're right. He, he, shows his, he shows his star ability. But I swear to you, I need him in a serious movie, like in the worst. And I'm talking about super serious. I want him in like an Oscar bait film because I think that he could pull it off. I really, really do. He's so good in Ballers. Like he's actually good in it. He is really good. And it, I actually don't love the show, but he's great. Yeah, like yeah. he's like the only redeeming. He's That's so not good my in thing. Movie movies. Like I yeah. really believe Danny DeVito was trapped in his body. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I, lo I love, I love, 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 love The Rock. And I think that he's just... He, he has so many great performances. Like, you're right. Jumanji should not be good, I'm, in my opinion. Neither Jumanji <laughs> should not be. And I have laughed my ass off during both of those films. I, it's just, it's so, That's so good. My all-time pick for someone who was robbed of a nomination. He is so good in the first Jumanji. Oh, my God, yes. I love that. Yeah. Channeling us in her teenage girl. Yep. <laughs> Jack All Black's right. one of the most underappreciated just Mr. performers. He's really good. Uh -huh. Mr. Fox, guilty pleasure, sir. Mine, I'm going to go with the movie uh, Serenity, which was basically a film cap uh, to a short-lived uh, Fox TV show called Firefly. It's a space western. Uh, it's hard. It's impossible to describe, but it is incredible. <laughs> um, oh, we're not talking about the film from last year from Matthew McConaughey? That's not really. <laughs> no, and see, we have this problem. That would be my guilty pleasure from last year because I love that film. You so. were talking about how much you love Serenity. I'm like, me too. And then I realized no, we're talking about different movies, different yeah. decades. Yes, very much so. I'm a big fan of that Serenity movie. I don't know what it is. It's just it's so good. Kenzie, guilty pleasure? I want to say just the movie, but I'm going to go specific performance. Um, Paris Hilton in House of Wax. I remember going to see this in theaters, and I was like, I cannot believe Paris Hilton's in this. But to film that death scene that is clearly written very gory because she's Paris Hilton, she kind of still went with it. So I admire It's what her. everybody wanted to see happen. To it's me. all anybody went to. Like, my dad had to take me because it was rated R, and I was like a kid. And my dad was like, I can't wait to see Paris Hilton kill. And I'm like, what are you saying? Like, relax. But everybody <laughs> cheered. Like, everyone was so happy. And I was like, you know what? She read this. She was like, I'm going to do it. It's fine. It's a perfect guilty pleasure, right? You know what I mean? Like, Actually, that movie is really you're, good. I think you're assuming a lot to think that she read the script before she showed up. <laughs> but, well, I, I think she that, have just showed up and been like, oh, well. I don't think she read it, but I think that somebody had to sign off on it because her <laughs> image was like so out of control. If you were her manager and you read that, you probably would have signed her up too. <laughs> <laughs> probably right. Jacob, guilty pleasure? Um, 
I want to go. I want to go the original Fantastic Four, but I'm going to go Kicking and Screaming instead, just because that was kind of my introduction to Will Ferrell, and if that one really stuck with me, um, the quotes, uh, Mike Dicka, you know, being a Bears fan, Mike Dicka being in it is incredible. Um, I just love that movie. I actually have a picture of me dressed up as uh, Will Ferrell's character with the the whole tiger striped. Oh my god, uh, it's so suit. ugly. Um, I'll have to find I'll have to find the picture, but I'm at one of my friends like intramural soccer games and I'm just on the sideline like doing this just screaming. That's and that so was just funny. like 2 weeks ago, right? <laughs> <laughs> at a soccer game 2 weeks ago. <laughs> Anything is possible in Gordon's test. All right, for me, my guilty pleasure is The Ringer. Um, I, I love that film. I recently watched it a couple months ago, but Johnny Knoxville is so good in that movie. So he good. was really good. <laughs> that movie was not what I expected at all. It's yeah. one of the biggest pleasant surprises I've ever had. I feel like, I feel like that's like a lot of people's thought process with it. Like when they look at it, they're like, oh, this is going to be terrible. And well, anything Johnny Knoxville's any ever been in has been hokey, has been just kind of out there, and it just like you watch this, and it's like, this is really good, and the story is really good too, right? You know what I mean? It's also, yeah, I don't, I don't think it ever spoke down to the nope. people it was portraying, which is no. something that blew my mind. And it Plus, left them be jerks too, right? So, yeah, <laughs> exactly. And it was, and that was what made it so like it, that's what made it so good and so funny, and it was raw and. Like I, it's a guilty pleasure in a way, but also at the same time, it's a really good film at the same time too. Great, so. great. Some of some of the best, just perfectly timed comedic quotes have ever come from that movie. With when the fuck did we get ice cream? And <laughs> tell me, ask me any movie, Jaws. That's a good movie. <laughs> <laughs> Two of the best given lines. You touched my CD. Yep. <laughs> That's all I remember. It's, okay. it's it's so funny. All right. Thank, uh, first off, thank you so much, Nell, for coming on the show. Where can anybody find you in the world of social media and anything else like that? Um, at Janelle Riley, and it's spelled J-E-N. I think whoever has J-A-N-E-L-L-E -L -L -E probably has a lot of my followers. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm constantly having to correct everyone, including my family. So Janelle Riley. Uh, Mr. Fox at Nighthawk7734. Uh, Kenzie, Kenzie, uh, Ken's Vanunu. Uh, Jacob at tberry57, myself at rickyblair underscore. Make sure to head on over to themusiccitydrivein.com. Check out all of our latest movie uh, reviews. We've got gaming articles. We've got a list of, of different articles coming out in the next week, including you know Kenzie's uh, Nicole Kidman wig article. I can't wait for everybody to read that one. Uh, I've got a couple reviews coming out. I just dropped a Cutthroat City review, which was actually surprisingly not terrible. And uh, folks, head on over to um, the, the Drive-In Podcast Network. Check out all the other shows on our network. And until next time, we'll talk to you guys later.